You are listening to the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast hosted by Independence Institute. On this podcast, you'll hear from the experts at Independence Institute talk about the issues important to Colorado and how to bring some sanity to this increasingly leftist state. Colorado's Legislature's Bizarre Bills by me, John Caldera, published February 18th, 2024. While Colorado's core governmental functions are going unintended, as witnessed by crime, traffic, and crumbling roads, the legislature is busying itself with the most critical work of all, coming up with wing-bat crazy bills to promote the trans agenda by disempowering parents, crushing needed industries, and torturing puppies. By far, my favorite is House Bill 1039. In its original version, it empowers any kid in school to choose his own name, quote, to reflect that individual's gender identity. The school must use the new name he, she, or they choose in all of their record-keeping, teaching, activities, even the yearbook. Mind you, at 18, any young adult can legally change their name to whatever they like. But why wait to go against your parents' wishes when the state can enable you to anger them right now, today? The same logic would allow eight-year-olds to get tattoos without parental consent. The problem is there are plenty of kids who have my sense of humor. I would love to have forced my teachers to call me by any name I desired. School will turn into a Saturday Night Live skit. Let me offer some name suggestions, with apologies to Bart Simpson, for the middle school crowd who will understand the sophistication. I am a wiener. Homosexual? Oliver Closeoff. Seymour Butts. Alcoholic. Tess Tickles. Hugh Jass. Mike Roch. Jacques Strap. Amanda Hugginkiss. I.P. Freely, Ali Tabuger, Lee Key Bum, Ivana Tinkle, Maya Buttreeks, Yura Snotball, I. Med Aduti, Maya Normus Butt, Drew P. Wiener, Yuri Nader, Mo Ron, Bend Over, Fanny Licker, or perhaps Mo Lester. Now, parents should encourage their kids to change their first name to doctor or president. Little girls can finally name themselves princess. And, of course, the smart Alec in class will change his name so that under the yearbook photo, it will read School Shooter. Next on the giggle list is House Bill 1114. It requires that before an animal shelter euthanizes any pet, they must call every other known animal shelter to see if that shelter is stupid enough to take the thing. So, a shelter in, say, Lyman has 500 pet rats that no one wants to adopt. Before they put the vermin down, they must call every single shelter in the entire state and see if they would like to take them first. And if the shelter's in Durango, and they say yes, are they really going to drive to Lyman to get them? Excuse me, we have this very elderly rattlesnake we need to put down. 
Do you want to take it so when you realize it needs to be put down, you'll be required to call every single shelter in the state like we're doing right now? Sure, we'd rather be tending to our needy animals, but some busybody lawmakers thought this is how we should spend our time. The unintended consequence is pet shelters will be more hesitant to accept animals. Why take in animals if the risk is you're going to be spending all your energy trying to pawn them off on another shelter? As usual with this type of feel-good but poorly thought-through legislation, it will harm more animals as they are turned away from shelters in the first place. And why do people give away their beloved pet? It is often because they can no longer afford to keep it. So one of the great things you can do to save animals is to make sure their human beings don't lose their jobs or that rising costs don't eat away their paychecks. To help with that is Senate Bill 159, which ends all oil and gas development in Colorado by 2030. This bill will destroy the largest industry in Colorado, the one that accounts for some 11% of the state's GDP. So not only will thousands of people who depend on the industry for employment lose their jobs, but working families will pay more and more for the natural gas that heats their homes and the fuel that runs their cars. Fortunately, parents who can't afford to feed their kids, even though they don't know what those very kids' names are at school, will still be able to put dinner on the table. When the shelter won't take their dog, they can serve him up for dinner. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Freedom Unaffiliated podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a like and consider sharing it with a friend. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can catch our newest episodes. For more content from Independence Institute, go to thinkfreedom.org. Thanks for listening.